Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to answer a reader question. Thanks, reader. Which is a little bit complicated, so I'm going to read it. I noticed some years ago that Ellie merged into Microcosm Publishing. I understand that being an imprint can reduce creative freedom, but I believe communication and distribution of an independent publisher and the knowledge it brings can really help your books. I lack industry knowledge and contacts in the industry. How and where can I become an imprint of a like-minded independent press? That's a great question. It is a great question. The answer is nepotism. <laughs> Largely it is. Kind of. No, I'm not kidding at all. Sorry, readers. There, it's not just nepotism, so, you know, I mean, you'd start with looking, making a list of publishers that are like yours, that are larger than you, like publishers that are large enough to have a staff, you know, and, you know, because it's, you'd be surprised um, how many publishers seem larger than you, but are in fact not. Mm. So... I'd start with, like, looking at the about pages and seeing who have, like, at least four people on staff, and they don't just refer to them as, like, their board or something, because that is often just, like, a creative way not to pay people. Or freelancers. <laughs> right, yes. And, but people on their website listed as performing job duties, and then looking at it that way. And sometimes, like, a really well-put-together, like, New York machine can do, like, three people can produce that amount of work and be significantly effective and large. But, you know, and that's part of it, too. And then I would organically meet these people. Oh, you also want to make sure they have distribution. Well, if they're that moneyed. They could be a vanity press. Yeah, you, and that's the other reason you want to like make sure that these are actually jobs because the jobs is sort of my workaround to making sure that they were actually reaching readers and had a way to. You want to make sure they can actually reach more readers than you can. Yes, precisely the point. And so you do that, and then you know you think about you know you would have to conceptually work with these people, so you probably need to get along with them. Um, I can't really speak to that angle, but, um... <laughs> we get along. What? And, uh, but you want to, you know, make sure there's enough chemistry that you can make that joke to them. <laughs> and so, you know, going meeting them at trade shows, like, even just like, uh, hi, I'm so-and-so, you, I, you know, I really appreciate what you do, this is what I do, it's kind of similar. And then, like slowly snowballing that conversation, you know, building up and not, you know, you don't want to show up and then be like, hi, I'm looking for somebody to buy my press. You want to be more like, 
you know, you, me, same, I'm aspiring and getting there. I really respect what you do and would love to be in touch, you know? I mean, you're essentially, like, you're not just looking to sell your press in this case, you're looking to, like, become part, like, keep your press but become part of theirs, which is a different kind of relationship where you're essentially going to get married to this press. Hubba hubba. I know. It, I mean, it is. It's like a contract and an ongoing relationship, so there have to be a lot. Yeah, there has to be a lot of trust and Hopefully. mutual understanding there. And so when I was writing the People's Guide to Publishing the book, there the, one of the things was that I was looking for these kind of situations that were long-lasting, and one of the examples that kept being thrown out at me was Triumph Books, which was founded by one guy, was sold to Random House almost immediately. Random House shed it after a few years, and then it was bought by Chicago Review Press, and um, the founder was still there after more than 10 years. Wow. And then by the time the book came out, that was no longer true. Oh no. So I had some last minute edits where, because you know, that was literally the only example I can find because normally what happens is a independent press is sold to a larger independent press or a less than independent press. And you know, the founder makes some great statements about like, now we have money to solve all of our problems. And then within usually one to two years, they are gone, as is the entire staff. That's the mean average, you know, and it is mean. I feel lucky that 100% of my staff is still on board at Microcosm. Though I will say we have, you know, we still have the LA Blue Publishing imprint, but, you Which know, would be pretty awkward without you. But new books are coming out just as Microcosm. Like, we have, we've kind of retired uh, that imprint for newer true. books. I, I'm really looking forward to our next inappropriate title being published as LA Blue Publishing. Is that where we're going to like, start that as, like, the garbage imprint? Monster Trucks of the Interstate from Ellie right. Blue Publishing. I would be honored. British Petroleum Presents. As long as all the funny titles, the joke titles, yeah. I, mm, and we, okay. we can talk. We can talk off camera. My, uh, my book of just photographs of um, interstates called Hellscapes. Yes. That would be a perfect Ellie Blue Publishing title. It really would. Thanks for the pitch. Gosh. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Don't steal that, viewers. <laughs> That is private property. No one can do it the way we can. It wouldn't be as beautiful. I, f- I feel like, you know, though, if other people are out there kind of expanding the market for photos of interstate books, sure. Anyway. But so, you you know, you're... I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it again, because it might have gotten lost in all the things we just added. Almost none of these situations work out long term. In almost every case, you are selling your press and you are walking away. Or, like, you have a contract where you have a job for a year. Whether you admit that or not, right. that is very much what is likely to happen. So the way to solve that problem, because it's hard to find somebody that, like, has interest, money, and you get along with them. You know, that's, like, sort of three. And uh, it's that also... That a real testament to you. I mean, I feel like one of the biggest challenges I had joining Microcosm was adapting my own, like, work for myself style where every decision was made by me to suddenly being part of a team where like you know every decision was not made by me (laughs) and often decisions were made based on like different metrics than I would use so you know I mean there's a lot of reasons 
for it to not work out besides just like some bigger company is taking a press and screwing you over you know like it's hard to go from being top in command to being not only second in command but pretty junior and not understanding the industry right and so that, that is great feedback and you know and i think that's kind of i think that's exactly why these situations don't typically last yeah you know so it's... how did you cope with that well we had some conflict at the beginning did we i don't remember uh, that's probably good. It wasn't like epic conflict, but it was definitely, there was a lot of like, um, stepping on toes, oh. uh, namely done by me, oh. un usually unwittingly, you know, like I think I took an interview with oh, media to re representing microcosm and I just like in my first month and it, I didn't even think twice about it. It was somebody that wanted to talk about bicycle books, not my company in specific. And I was like, oh yeah, of course I'll talk to the media. But, and Joe was like usually I do that <laughs> oh, it's like representing the whole company gotcha. so it wasn't so much like conflict as it was like oh where are the boundaries what's right who does what? right like where is the scope of my job yeah yeah exactly and like you know I can remember a half dozen other incidents at least and probably more I didn't know of where I like totally overstepped mm. because we hadn't really worked out who was responsible for what mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay but good communication got us through yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's like we both, if I can speak for you, which I can, we'll we see. both trust each other and, like, can have a conversation when there is conflict to resolve it. Yeah. And a lot of times you don't have that if you don't have a prior relationship with the press. Like, if you're just coming in as an employee, you are almost like the coffee go-getter, but yeah. then you have this deep emotional investment in this thing that you've built at the same time, you know? I had also been put in charge of, like, the whole marketing department for Microcosm. Like, I wasn't just... Like, it didn't make sense to just have me come in and be paid to just manage my small number of rather underperforming books. Like, I was suddenly representing and I was, like, learning, like, what does a marketing person do at a publishing company? How do I interact with the distributor? How do I manage employees? None of these things I had experience in. And then I was also having to, like you know, run a Kickstarter project suddenly for a book about punk, which is not a topic I knew anything about. And it was, it was, it was a real stretch. It was a good stretch, but I had, I had a lot to adjust to. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So what advice would you give? Um, I would say, you know, Joe's advice is really good to not do it if you're attached to staying with your company. Like there's other things you could do to grow your company. Like maybe, I don't know you buy a, another press or something. No, I can't advise that. That's not what I did. Yeah, I don't know. What is my advice? I would say, like, learn as much as you can. Make sure that it's a really solid relationship and make sure that you're, like, okay with various outcomes. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And then... If, and make sure your contract is awesome. And if you plan well... Because a lot of times people are really looking at it as, like, if my company had a cash infusion, it would be fine. That's not. But the real problem is that, like, how they're approaching things is the actual problem. And so when they're forced to adhere to a budget, that's kind of when they blow up and that's ultimately what undoes it. Yeah. And so most of those problems that you can solve before you get into this sort of hierarchical relationship, you know? And so I guess it's like, get, it's the, my same advice when we had all the publishers coming to us asking how to sell, 
It's like, get your ducks in a row, and then that will solve your problems, and then you will find out that that was what was causing you all the stress. Like, yes, don't do it for the money, honestly, is, yeah, like, don't do anything for the money, unless it's, like, to bounce your books. But do do it for, like, the camaraderie, and because you can do more as part of a team, and more with a bigger list. Like, I think that's the real reason to do it. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.